0: Welcome to Thursday's edition of Transformation Radio.
1: Sometimes the world feels like a mess, full of drama, full of stress. Life puts a fist right in your ribs. You can hide if you choose to, and no one would even blame you. Or you can. See how you deal with it. That even in the darkest place, His yes, love can make you radiate. Doesn't matter how deep, how dark the night is. Keep hoping, keep on shining, and they'll see His light burning in your heart. And if. His love's alive in your deepest part Like a flame, like a burning star You can shine right where you are He made you to glow in the dark Don't be ashamed of your past If you shattered like a piece of glass The more broke you are, the more the light gets Show your wounds and your flaws Show them why still need the cross Let him see the work he's doing in you That even in the darkest place His love can make you radiate, make you radiate. Doesn't matter how deep, how dark the night is Keep hoping, keep on shining And they'll His light burning in your heart And if the road gets rough, just keep your head up Let the world see what you made of That his love's alive in your deepest part Like a flame, like a burning star You can shine right where you are It made you to glow in the dark. Doesn't matter how deep, how dark the night is. Keep hoping, keep on shining, and they'll see light burn.
0: Our New Testament reading for today comes from the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verses 10 through 22. We'll read that Paul quoted Deuteronomy to prove uh, that contrary to what the Judaizers claimed, the law cannot justify and save; it can only condemn. Breaking even one commandment brings a person under condemnation. And because everyone has broken the commandments, everyone stands condemned. The law cannot do anything to reverse the condemnation, but Christ took the curse of the law upon Himself when He hung on that cross. Only condition is that we accept Christ's death on our behalf as the means to be saved. Trying to be right with God by our own effort doesn't work. Good intentions such as, I'll do better next time, or I'll never do that again, will usually end up in failure. In the same way that we claim Jesus' death as God's provision for our salvation, Abraham believed in God and his promises, although they would not be made fully evident until centuries later on the cross. God promised, and Abraham answered in faith, even during the trial of God asking him to sacrifice his son. This is the heart of Christian faith. God promises to save us when we trust in Christ and take him at his word, just as Abraham did we know in greater detail how God worked out his plan of grace in Christ. We have much less excuse for our unbelief. Now, as we read in this passage of Scripture today here in the New Testament, we'll see that uh, the law has two functions. On the positive side, it reveals the nature and will of God and shows people how to live. On the negative side, it points out people's sins and shows them that it's impossible to please God by trying to obey all his laws completely. God's promise to Abraham dealt with Abraham's faith. The law focuses on actions. The covenant with Abraham shows that faith is the only way to be saved. The law shows how to obey God in grateful response. Faith does not annul the law. But the more we know God, the more we see how sinful we are. Then we're driven to depend on our faith in Christ alone for our salvation. And now let's read all about it here in the New Testament. September 17th, the New Testament, Galatians chapter 3, verses 10 through 22. But those who depend on the law to make them right with God are under his curse, for the scriptures say, Cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all the commands that are written in God's book of the law. So it is clear that no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law. For the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. This way of faith is very different from the way of law, which says, it is through obeying the law that a person has life but Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When He was hung on the cross, He took upon Himself the curse for our wrongdoing, for it is written in the Scriptures, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing He promised to Abraham, so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. Dear brothers and sisters, Here's an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or amend an irrevocable agreement, so it is in this case. God gave the promises to Abraham and his child. And notice that the scripture doesn't say, to his children, as if it meant many descendants. Rather, it says, to his child, and that, of course, means Christ. This is what I'm trying to say. The agreement God made with Abraham could not be canceled 430 years later when God gave the law to Moses. God would be breaking His promise. For if the inheritance could be received by keeping the law, then it would not be the result of accepting God's promise. But God graciously gave it to Abraham as a promise. Why, then, was the law given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins. But the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave His law through angels to Moses, who was the mediator between God and the people. Now a mediator is helpful if more than one party must reach an agreement. But God, who is one, did not use a mediator when He gave His promise to Abraham. Is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promises? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life, we could be made right with God by obeying it. But the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin, so we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. Our reading from the book of Psalms comes from Psalm 61, verses 1 through 8. David must have been far from home when he wrote this psalm. Fortunately, God is not limited to any geographical location. Even when we're among strange people and surroundings, God never abandons us. His all-surpassing strength is always with us. David made a vow to praise God each day. We can do the same. David continually praised God through both the good and difficult times of his life. Do you find something to praise God for each day? Well, as you do, you'll find your heart elevated from daily distractions to lasting confidence. Psalm chapter 61, verses 1 through 8, for the choir director, Psalm of David, to be accompanied by stringed instruments. O oh God, listen to my cry, hear my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I cry to you for help when my heart is overwhelmed. LEAD ME TO THE TOWERING ROCK OF SAFETY, FOR YOU ARE MY SAFE REFUGE, A FORTRESS WHERE MY ENEMIES CANNOT REACH ME. LET ME LIVE FOREVER IN YOUR SANCTUARY, SAFE BENEATH THE SHELTER OF YOUR WINGS. INTERLUDE YOU HAVE HEARD MY VOWS, O GOD. YOU HAVE GIVEN ME AN INHERITANCE RESERVED FOR THOSE WHO FEAR YOUR NAME, AND MANY YEARS TO THE LIFE OF THE KING. MAY HIS YEARS SPAN THE GENERATIONS. May He reign under God's protection forever. May your unfailing love and faithfulness watch over Him. Then I will sing praises to your name forever, as I fulfill my vows each day. Proverbs chapter 23, verses 17 and 18. Don't envy sinners, but always continue to fear the Lord. You will be rewarded for this. Your hope will not be disappointed.
2: with the notes of office cause I ain't nothing to play with and you can fault me but ain't we all off keep majoring in the minors like ain't no errors behind us somehow we still makes these melodies with my felonies I ain't buying nothing they selling me what you telling me broken pieces acting like we ain't crap and we all messed up and can't no one escape that we some broken people came from broken homes Broken hearts inside of a broken soul Alcoholics to addicts English, African, Arabs Ain't no riches to fix it, you still broke when you have it If you ain't breaking bad and you still chasing a habit It ain't no wonderland, so we still chasing a rabbit Ain't a soul on the planet that's better than another And we all need grace in the face of each all other, what's up? you better have will call Every but he will call they hurt just like me work just like me lust of the flesh the pride of life they flirt with like me regardless of our money we all broke together and if we don't swallow our pride we gonna choke together trying to hold on to our lives with these clumsy hands fell off the wall of purity doing that humpy dance Forget the king's horses, forget the king's men The king is coming to put us back together again Been fighting since my daddy left, fighting for approval Think I don't know, trying to get this world to love me is futile We tile a dirt and won't bear the burden of being less Than what we were made to be, like being what they suggest We are outsiders, outliers, outcriers, loud and meek Inherit the earth and God opposes the crowd All the pieces
3: Yeah, this is Brandon Roberts. I'd like to affirm Tyler Sloan. We're all taught that offenses will occur. And I believe when confrontation
4: comes your way, you handle it very well. Just keep keeping it real, man. And all you new guys, just remember what this is all about. The blood of the lamb.
0: Yes, this is Levi Stacey. I'd just like to give an affirmation to my man, Joseph Fisher. Um, I'm very proud of you for going down to Vinton and serving those brothers down there and pouring into them, giving them life. And uh, I also want to congratulate you and affirm you on the wonderful leadership role you have took in second phase. And I look forward to being in third phase with you and um, just getting a closer friendship and riding this thing out with you, buddy. Thank you.
4: So we're having fun, right? We're laughing. This is so cool, right? I was asking a question, and I asked God. I said, why, why do we laugh? What causes us to laugh? You ever wonder what causes us to laugh? So this is what happens when we laugh. When we laugh, we have expectations. <laughs> and then there's an alteration. And then when we realize this has happened, we have a revelation, this is really what causes the lab. laugh. It also causes us to learn as well. So when I named the series, when I, when I named the title of this teaching, I named it the third act. Because in every movie there's a third act where there's a resolution, where you figure it out. You've seen everything else, you saw the alterations, you saw the expectations, and now all of a sudden you have a re- the third act. So listen, I'm not that complex. When it, I mean, God's gonna not, not make that thing that hard for me. So I'm looking at the third act and I was like, huh, let me go to Acts three. And I read this story in Acts three, because I look at things separate different sometimes. My teachers try to tell me I was less distinct. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain. I'm not gonna explain. So I get to this story in Acts three, and I realize all of these elements are there: the expectation, the alteration, and the revelation. So I asked Pastor Steve Doolin to read this for you guys and we're going to kind of work together to read through this so you can just grab hold of what this is so pastor steve's going to come out man this is what he's so cool yeah he can clap if you want to so um so he's going to read acts three one through i don't know what it is he don't want to read it so um so if you could just read that'd be awesome this is the story so the story is let me set it up real quick the story is a guy who was um he can't walk, and his boys take him and they lay him there so he can beg for money outside the gates. Peter and John come by, and he asks him for some money, and it's like, "Yo, won't got no money." And then they heal him in Jesus' name. Go ahead, tell the story. Let me even read it. You ain't telling. It. I just told you.
5: I can do either one. <laughs>
4: cool, cool. Okay. Hey, man, read why it. do you have one of those? Like they, they don't have them in brown. I don't know what that's about. Like it's only a like. Because if I wear it, it look like I got cut right here. It looks like I got cut right I don't know if I trust that guy. He used to be. But go ahead. Go ahead. It's cool. Gave me the, the black mic. You see how that works? That's cool. Go ahead. You can read it, man. What you waiting for? I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> to
5: read. I'm been standing here. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. Okay, wait a second. So this is, I'm going to need you to do something different,
4: though. I forgot. I got this right here. It's actually a version of the Bible that I created. What what version are you
5: reading? This is uh, New Living Translation.
4: New Living Translation. Cool. I got the New Hood Translation right here. Um, I'm going to need you to read from the Hood Translation because some of my boys are probably watching online. Some of them locked up. Yo, I'm glad you got internet in there, man. I need you to read from this translation too just so they can understand. So you read that translation and then this one so they can understand more clearly. Go ahead. Go ahead. So start with yours. And then, okay. I mean ours. It's not yours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cool. go cool. Great, great,
5: Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. Okay. Go ahead. Are we done? Yeah. Pete and John rolled up to the spot about three o'clock.
4: Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what, all right, cool, cool. Keep going.
5: Go ahead. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day, he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. Cool, cool. Next version. A dude with a limp that wasn't a pimp. Right, 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 right.
4: He had a limp, but he he wasn't a pimp. It was just a natural... I I shouldn't have to explain this. I shouldn't have to explain it. Go ahead, go ahead.
5: I I don't think you can say that in church, Michael. You just said
4: it, so... (laughs) Wow. That's that's why I didn't say it. Because Pastor Robert is watching right now. That dude is tripping, man. I don't know why he reading this stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead.
5: Right. A dude with a limp that wasn't a pimp was chilling on the flow.
4: You have no idea what flow is, do you? We're standing on the flow right now. So, I don't know.
5: <laughs> okay. I'm going to change this just a little bit. A dude with a limp that wasn't a wimp was chilling on the flow, looking to make some cheddar.
4: Yeah, yeah, exact cheddar, cheddar. cheese, money, cash. Come on, man, you got the other
5: version? <laughs> I'm just trying to read the Bible, man. I'm just, cool, cool.
4: that's what I thought I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'm sorry that I made alterations uh, alteration to your expectations right now, but if you would just read the, that'd be awesome. Go
5: ahead. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, look at us.
4: Hmm. All right, go. Do the other version.
5: So they started mad-dogging him.
4: (laughs) Like… No, no, no. Mad-dogging. You know what a mad-dog is. Let's do it. I'll show you what a mad-dog is right now. look at me.
5: I don't know what mad-dogging is.
4: I'm mad-dogging you right now if you would stop talking for a second. All right, okay. go, ahead, go ahead. It's okay. okay. It's okay. You got nervous. I could tell. You were scared that I was gonna do something. Go. go ahead. Come
5: I'm trying to get in the flow, and you—it's on the floor, dude. Okay, carry on. So they started mad dogging him. Like, what's up with you, dog? What is wrong with your leg right now? What, what is that? Oh, <laughs>
4: wow! There is a hood anointing falling down right now. All right, so listen, why do we do this? Why why did I have him come up here and read this other version? Listen, because when he came up here, and you know he's a pastor, bona fide, great man of God, everyone had some expectations. But then I made an alteration to your expectations, and then we all laughed, which was a revelation. It's evidence of a revelation. So now he's going to read it for real. Just read the regular version.
5: Peter and John went, oh, hang on, let me give you your Bible back. Okay. All right, go ahead. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple.
4: Expectation, expectation, expectation. Go
5: ahead. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. And Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, look at us.
4: Expectation, expectation,
5: expectation. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But
4: I don't got to say it again right, because he actually, he just said it in the sentence. So (laughs) go ahead.
5: But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have.
4: That is two butts. Whenever you see one butt, there's about to be an alteration. The next butt is huge, so it's gotta be an alteration. There's a lot of comedy jumping off right now. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> there's
5: an alteration. He said but. Right, right. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up and walk. This is still an alteration. It's not a revelation until
4: he actually does it.
5: Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. Revelation.
4: Now he knows it. He sees it. He realizes that he has the ability to do this. He had an expectation. Then there was an alteration and a revelation. Here's the thing. That's what comedy will do for you. That's what life will do. That's what learning will do. But God does something
5: even more when you allow him to. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Transformation. God
4: offers not just the first three, but more than anyone else could ever possibly offer you, which is transformation. Thanks a lot, Pastor. He's now standing on his feet, And he's walking. He was laying on the ground, expecting to be on the ground all day. But then there was an alteration. Then a revelation, now transformation. Because he decided to stand up and walk. Only Jesus can offer this transformation that we're talking about. That's it. So the question becomes, because everyone here, everyone watching, you came here today with some expectations. Now I'm giving you a message, which means there's an alteration to your expectations. And we've laughed and had a great time, which means you've had a revelation. The question is now, who wants transformation? So when I talk about transformation, what I mean is a relationship with Jesus Christ, because that's the only way you're going to get this transformation we're talking about.
2: Faces, ups and downs, traditional faces. And I, 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 I ain't gonna change till you that damnation Four corners of the world, positive vibration. In honor of you, it's a celebration